0: Get ready for highly caffeinated marketing perspective on the Java with Joe show. Here's your host, Joe Chandler.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome today to um, another edition of Java with Joe. We're here today with Scott Hamill. And I want to welcome you today to get with this, uh, get your coffee ready. And we're going to sit down and have a good conversation about how to keep your business up and going and things you can do to take away your stress. So today... Um, we're going to talk about financial planning. We have Scott here today, Scott Hamill. He is a certified financial planner and co-founder of Atlas Wealth Advisors. He started his practice in 2007. He was named 2018 Texas Monthly Wealth Manager of the Year, as well as named as Park City's People 20 Under 40 list. He is the president of the Richardson b chapter. And volunteers in microfinance outreach with Esperanza. He's married with two daughters and lives in University Park. Thank you, Scott, for being on our show today. Thanks, Joe. So, what we're going to start out today? I need to know what's your favorite cup of coffee? Americano. Americano. Yeah. With a little, you take the um, creamer or not?
2: No, not anymore. <laughs> not anymore. I'm intermittent fasting all morning, so I'm not. I'm not trying to take in any. Any uh, cream or soda. No,
1: no. Okay, cool. Well, hey, my favorite been um, here lately has been Nantucket blend. But since I have a Keurig, I kind
2: of yeah. circle
1: around with different ones. Night, I can't have that. It's too much caffeine. <laughs> uh, so um, what, we, what we've been doing is we've been talking about, uh, this month we're going to be talking about things you can do for your business on the back end. And that's um, financial planning. So you can get that right support behind you so right. that your business never have to surrender. So how good awesome is it if your business is suffering and you're able to put off the finances so you don't have to worry about it and you can have less stress and you can more concentrate more on your business and growing it. So tell us about you. I mean, you're our president of our B&I. It's, it's an awesome deal. b i is a great networking. But tell us about you, Scott.
2: Uh, So, Gigi, I I grew up in Indiana, moved to Texas, met my wife, Gigi, in San Diego, Uh, and that um, really kind of started over my life then in a lot of ways. We moved back here, I started my financial planning practice, and uh, Gigi and I had virtually nothing when we moved back, so in a lot of ways, we got to figure out being broke together and (laughs) thought about what it'd be like if we ever did have money and and the kind of the people and the family that we would want to be, and that really kick started kind of my path on, on where I, where we are today
1: wow i've been broke I mean, <laughs> Lord knows I remember the days of trying to um, support a family on seven hundred bucks but <laughs>
2: right, right. I
1: mean you learn a lot and you learn when you grow your business you've got to have that backbone that that um, money to fall back on that support and how does that how does what you do and what's your company centric on Supporting a business owner. How do you help a business owner with what you do?
2: How do we help a business owner with what we do now? Um, so we, we work with a lot of small business owners. The biggest thing I try to do, Joe, is give them perspective. And I know yes. nobody wants to gain perspective, but the fact that we get to sit down with an 85-year-old couple who, who sold their business and now are in retirement or a 65-year-old that's on the cusp of retirement uh, and take that advice. They love to share their journey. They love to share the things that w- they would have right. done different and bring that to a 45- or 35-year-old who's just, just starting up their business and mix that in with the things that I've learned because I'm a small business owner. So the, the lumps that I've taken, uh, that's, that's, the try to, that's the perspective and advice we try to give to small business owners saying, hey, you can do it your way, but here's a couple of things that you might think of to speed up your learning curve.
1: Yes, and, you know, one of the things that you were talking about the other day about the customer-centric is I loved how you, it's about you and the customer and working with them directly. And I like how you take that point of view where it's not about uh, being your, you know, how I can make money off a client. It's how to make sure that that customer understands what their money does. And I like how you do that and support the client in your customer-centric focus. Mm Mm-hmm.
2: My thought, it really, for me, this is complete transparency. It stems from a fear of, I don't want to let anybody down. Personally, professionally, I don't want to let them down. So when I think about my business, I'm constantly trying to, in a lot of ways, work myself out of a job. I want to make sure that my business is a machine and I can deliver the client experience to them no matter who's on vacation uh, or who's out on maternity, whatever it is. So I'll, I'm constantly trying to make sure that we have a client-centric model. First of all, we, you know, I started with what is the industry doing, and I want to do 50% more, 50% right. more service, more touches, whatever it is. And then we take that, and I try to break it down and say, what are the different aspects? Who, who's on my team? Who can I make sure just owns this piece here so that, uh, again, if, I, if I'm out – um, that, that that machine keeps rolling. And there's never a point where we're ever going to let somebody down just because right. one person is out. Uh, and I especially think that of, uh, at the core, what we're trying to do is, whether you're an individual or a small business owner, we're making that promise that you're going to be able to retire one day and never, ever have to go back to work. Um, and the only way to do that, they're not the only way to do that is to make sure that we're able to give that advice consistently, whether or not Scott's here or something happens to Scott.
1: Right. And that's good to know because you want that guarantee that your financial planner is there no matter what. And you know, one of the things that, you know, with your background and how you've got to financial planning, what's the one, maybe one or two, maybe even three things that every business owner needs to know when they have their business and how financial planning relates back to the business, Uh, you know, how does it relate to their business and what can they do to start off or when they're on the farther end about when they're getting older?
2: Well, uh, first of all, business owners are almost always type A by nature. So I try to take that into account when I'm working with them and most of them, they don't want to be told how to do their businesses at all. So all I'm usually trying to do is help, Supplement a little of what they 're doing and help them think about a couple of different mm-hmm. areas, uh, like tax saving strategies or tax shelters, or helping them get more uh, uh, maybe a retirement plan in place so that they're uh, so they 're not losing employees to due to competitors but you know I think the biggest thing is helping is working with them to understand how important delegation is uh, the way i 'll say that This way, the best business owners I know Mm -hmm. understand what their time is worth and what to delegate. So when it comes to financial planning or understanding what tax saving strategies they're going to implement in their business, I I encourage them to approach it like they would any other piece and say, is this what I'm best at? Can I absolutely dominate this aspect of my business or do I need to outsource it to someone? Mm -hmm. And, And if... If it does make sense to to have a financial planner, that's where it comes in. It's saying, I spend most of my day in my job. I'm going to delegate some of the financial planning strategies to a financial planner to help supplement and take my business to another level from that aspect.
1: And that's good to have that in the background, to know that in your mind, I don't have to worry about that. I know my money's doing its own thing back there and Scott's got me covered. And you know, the other thing is, is a lot of people don't know that if they don't have that working, when they get to retirement, they're done. And they don't have that money that they, they didn't start earlier and get started when putting it away, and now they're in a situation where, oh, no, now what I'm going to do? Now i got to keep working because now mm-hmm. I don't have any money. So you got to start yeah, early.
2: Yeah. I, and the biggest problem with small business owners, kind of back to the type A part, is I usually get this question, do I, do I take... Net income, or do I plow the money back in the business? They might not use those terms uh, because, but that's that's constantly the question is, uh, what do I do with this money? And it's the problem that they run into is they feel like their business is growing by 20, 30%. Why would I take the money and invest it somewhere else? And it's a great question. Right. But I think what a lot of times the disconnect is that. they might, they might be growing by 20 or 30%, but they're still not diversifying their business. I mean, it would be almost asinine to, to think, I'm going to take all my retirement funds and dump it into one stock or even one, uh, one sector, but that's exactly what they're doing when they're dumping it back into the business. Right. So definitely reinvest into your business. One of the best diversify. things that you could do, but take some net income and build your own personal base and diversify that money.
1: Right. And, you know... Personally, there's times that I need help and I know I can come to you and ask you questions. And, you know, there, I know there are several people in our BNI that use you and everybody, um, the networking is great. So Scott, we've been talking about uh, the reason people need financial advisors. We're going to cover that, but right now we're going to jump out to our uh, sponsors real quick. And uh, Java with Joe, go get a refill on your coffee. Enjoy it. Go, It's okay if you have creamer. If not, it's okay, too. (laughs) But go ahead and get out there, get your coffee refilled, and we're going to go to our sponsors real quick and see you shortly.
0: saying about your company. Today's consumer looks at reviews, making decisions to use your local family business for the first time based on what someone said about their last time. Today's word of mouth is an online review. eEndorsements.com automates it all, systematically asking your customers for reviews at just the right time, even posting on popular platforms and, I love this, leave video testimonials. Amplify that word of mouth and convert more opportunities. Get started today at eEndorsements.com with two E's and no spaces. eEndorsements is proud to sponsor the Java with Joe Show on OBM with real business solutions endorsements.com
1: all right we're back with Java with Joe hope that coffee's steaming hot don't burn yourself because you don't have anybody to sue in this show so got your coffee going we're here with Scott Hamill he's the um, owner of Atlas Wealth advisors and Scott hey we want to um, we were talking about own business owners and financial planning do small business owners need a financial advisor uh,
2: not always. Uh, some small business owner. Uh, most of the business owners that I know that, that we work with certainly have the ability. It's not, it's not an ability question at all. Right. And in fact, most of the retirees, they have the ability. It comes back to whether or not they have the capacity a lot right. of times. And do they have the capacity to not just keep up, but to excel in that area? Because I, I live this every day. I'm doing right. three manager meetings a week. Uh, we're doing, you know, I've spent 10,000 hours in front of clients and, and learning about investments. So we have the ability and the capacity to absolutely excel in this. And it doesn't take much to move the needle from just keeping up with your investments to really outperforming.
1: Well, cool. And so one of the things we talked about, we, uh, talked about was um, tax tax strategies you have for people, for business owners. What are some of those tax strategies you know that um, work really well in your industry?
2: Yeah, every business owner's a little bit different, but some of the things that we do, especially with small business owners, uh, especially with businesses, the fewer the employees they have, the, the more it's open to them, but being able to shelter some income can be a huge, a huge piece. I mean, we have to take everything as ordinary income, we're we're always trying to look for ways to defer some of that. It can be as something as simple as an IRA contribution that most people know about, but something as complex or complex as a cash balance plans. We have a we have a business owner that makes over a million dollars a year in net income, and we're able to defer hundreds of thousands of dollars into tax shelters that he would take ordinary income on. So there's there is some huge strategies. But every business is different. The number of employees that you have uh, changes, mm-hmm. changes things. Uh, but suffice to say that the net impact can be very, very large.
1: Is it different for younger business owners than older business owners, or is there a difference you'd want to do on that, or is there some other advice you could give either age group if they're just starting out versus on the back end when they're starting to exit? Sure. Or in the middle. Even the middle is different.
2: It's very different. There, I'll tell you this. There's very few businesses that... I mean, we have like a 99% retention rate with clients because the situation changes every year. The tax code changes every year. And it doesn't take a lot to more than make up for what we charge. So when you, when you price in the peace of mind, you price in having an expert looking at it, and you price in one to two unique ideas a year... It's very easy to eclipse what you're paying, and at that mm-hmm. point, every business, every good business owner I know, again, knows how to delegate. If you're not delegating that aspect of it, you're you're bound to reach your capacity very soon.
1: Yes, and we all, and businesses are starting to have more money that they can put up because the hopefully, it, it, <laughs> yeah, since the market is like we're on overheat soon. I mean, they're expecting our GDP to be six percent by the end of the year, but um, so. You were talking about how they can save money. Um, is there more things you can talk about on saving money, little tidbits they can do on the side to put more away? There's little, probably little tweaks they can do in their business, right?
2: It, a lot of times for business owners, it's not a question of saving money. Again, they have the capacity to at least keep up with their investments. They know enough at this point to, to go dump it in a Vanguard or you know, Fidelity. A lot of them are virtually free. The, the question more is how much are they leaving on the table by not getting those unique one or two ideas a year. And a lot of times, I'll actually point towards a Vanguard study that shows the benefits of using an advisor. And mm-hmm. as you know, Vanguards they're the, the low-cost alternative, if you will. But they have a study that quantifies the value that having an advisor brings. And it's consistently 2.5% plus net of fees every year. So that's a study I'll point towards all the time when people ask me, you know, how can you quantify the value? Say, well, a lot of it is unquantifiable, but uh, Vanguard themselves kind of put together the best, the best way to quantify it that I know of.
1: And what I like about the um, way you run your business is that if I'm a business owner and I have my own business and I've hired you to run it, I can just pick up the phone and go, Scott, where am I at? What's going on? I don't have to think about it. I just pick it up, call sure. you, and we're good to go. Or um, somebody in your office will pick up and know right where you're at. So your money's straight.
2: And hopefully more often, I mean, what, what you're showing is, a, is almost a reactive model, right? I, ideally, uh, we're being proactive with clients. I'm mm-hmm. calling you saying, hey, I know you're busy. Can I get five minutes with you? Here's what I think we need to do this week to stay on top of whatever it is. Those, that, the best relationships, the most value that, that we bring is when we're proactive with those ideas because everybody's had an advisor. You don't get to this level without having an advisor. right? But most of the time it's, they got to call their advisor, they got to ask what they should be doing, uh, and then they may or may get, not get advice. That's a, from an advisory standpoint, that's a reactive relationship. And that's what comes back to the process and the client-centric model.
1: Well, good. And do you, have you noticed any trends in the industry that are coming up? Maybe technological or sure. financial? You know, with the the growing industry, we have the growing money, the flow of money out there, I mean, there's more money to invest. So are there things that, I mean... FinTech they, is huge
2: right now. Financial, so financial technology, I don't know where it's been. It seems like it's taken off for the last five years for such an old industry. It kind of surprises me. But uh, FinTech is, is huge. Like you see it in uh, these companies like Betterment or Personal Capital. Mm-hmm. Right now there seems to be this kind of bifurcation in the industry where small uh, accounts um, and these and millennials, if you will, are adopting the betterment and these online-only strategies, whereas the larger accounts and um, more established, like pre-retirees or retirees, they're still using a direct advisor. But I imagine one day those, those two pieces are, are going to be married as much as possible. We're using a more a technology-forward solution to communicate with clients. Mm-hmm. But uh, there's no doubt in my mind that the more money that, that even millennials have even more... without
1: their attention span,
2: <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they got an attention span problem. They just want to be communicated with differently. Right. I mean, I do. D- don't don't call me. I don't I don't like to get calls. <laughs> but you know, email and text and stuff like that is is how how I communicate. So I completely understand. And I'm not I'm not a, I'm not a millennial. But I think those two will marry one day, and there'll yes. always be that need at the higher levels of assets, higher levels of assets for advice. I kind of think of it as, I don't know, ten, fifteen years ago, you had this, you had TurboTax, and everything was right. Uh, TurboTax, and they were going to take over the CPAs. You, you see plenty of CPAs doing of amazing work. jobs right now, right? Because the more money you make, the more advice is important. Right. I was talking to my CPA yesterday. I've been working with this guy eight years, so this is not a new relationship. There's, there's, you know, I've I've heard all his ideas and. I guarantee you he saved me 3,000 dollars yesterday, just in two unique ideas this year um, that he brought to me. So which more than made up for his fee. It, oh yeah, it doesn't take much, again, to move the needle if you have that proactive model.
1: And by being proactive, by being proactive, you can um, stay ahead in your business and actually allocate your money where it's more. Or, and again, getting back to the tax shelters, Yeah. You can put it in, save you some money, and keep going. And eventually, not only are you helping yourself, you're helping your employees. Yeah. So one of the things that we like to talk about is not surrendering your business. Is there some things you can, I know um, this is kind of off a little bit, but is there some things some businesses can do to um, stay ahead of the curve and not surrender? Is there a little bitty tidbit you can give them? I know that I kind of surprised you on this one, but.
2: Yeah, you did. <laughs> Look, I, I think the biggest thing... i trying not to be repetitious here at all, but the biggest thing for me is the continued work in the process. I, I watch The Prophet a lot, and he always talks about people, process, and product. And I I, I believe in it, but I, I really believe in the process. I look at our team right now and how much capacity we've been able to free up by getting workflows in place and getting technology in place. It's not re- in place. It's not replaced anything, but it's made every every person I had more efficient. So when I think of never surrender, what I'm thinking is, how do I, the old saying, build the roof when the, when the sun's shining, right? How do I prepare for those times when I know we're going to get slammed mm-hmm. during the times where we're not quite slammed at all? How do I, that's, to me, never giving up is I'm constantly priming the pump for new and, and growing business.
1: Great. So I hope you got a lot of information out of Scott today. So, one of the things we want to ask Scott is how can people get a hold of you? How can our audience reach out to you, talk to you a little bit, get some more information? So, do you have any, um, so do you have your website, your yeah. phone number, and all that?
2: Yeah, the website is www.scotthammelcfp, uh, so that's CFP is in Certified Financial Planner, dot com. Uh, my email is shamel at atlaswa, S H A M M E L at atlaswa dot com. Uh, My my phone number goes to my assistant. So,
1: (laughs) (laughs) what about your social media? What's your Facebook?
2: Everything is Scott Hamill CFP uh, on Facebook. Scott Hamill CFP on Twitter. Um, Those are two, and LinkedIn is just my name. Those are the three we focus on.
1: Great. Well, Scott, we want to thank you for being here today. Thanks, yeah. And um, fans, just go out. I hope you liked what we got today. Go out, make sure and sign up for the OBVM network. Go like Java with Joe and stay on top of all the new stuff. And um, have a good day. Drink some more coffee.
0: You've been listening to Java with Joe, highly caffeinated marketing perspective with host Joe Chandler. To be a guest or advertise your business on Java with Joe, contact 972-754-8994. Java with Joe is produced by Offbeat Business Media for the OBBM Network and affiliates and is available at offbeatbusinessmedia.com. Listen to Java with Joe each Thursday on The Nines on OBBM Radio and OBBM Network Podcast. Also available on Google Play, iTunes, and your Offbeat Business app. Contact 972-754-8994 for guest and sponsor information today. Wouldn't it be great to skip mistakes
3: that cost you time, frustration, and not throw money away? My name is Donna Merrill, founder of Business Untangled and the creator of the Making Life Less Taxing program. I find over 75% of business owners are making basic mistakes that cost them thousands and even tens of thousands of dollars every year. And they don't even realize it. With the Making Life Less Taxing program, you can avoid many of those initial mistakes business owners typically make. I'm excited to share the Making Life Less Taxing program so you can learn everything you absolutely need to know to make your business run smoother and life less taxing, giving you less stress and leaving more money in your pocket. Go now to businessuntangled.com or call us at 469 458 to grab your spot in the Making Life Less Taxing program. There are only 50 of these coveted spots available, and they are going quickly. So go now to businessuntangled.com, and you can start enjoying the benefits of a profitable business today. You do your best to communicate how your company solves a specific problem, right? But it's easy to overlook the way your company sounds and the impression that leaves. I'm Melanie Murphy, a professional voice actor, and I'm ready to help your message stand out through a radio ad, a video on your website, or phone messaging for your company. Contact me today at MelanieMurphyVO.com to discuss your voiceover needs. That's MelanieMurphyVO.com. Mention this ad for an offbeat business show discount.